friends, welcome to the Mr. Maxwell podcast. Has anyone ever asked you if you could have any superpower in the world, what would you, what would you choose? And I remember playing this game when I was younger, actually, as a teacher, I still play this game. And we talk about having super strength, being really fast, being able to fly and invisibility, super speed all of that. And when I was younger, I would choose things like super speed, or sometimes I wanted the ability to read minds. But as I got older, and began teaching, and learning more about the world around me, I began to wish that I had the power to make people feel seen, to make people feel heard. I would think about those moments where I made a student feel seen and heard and was able to help them process or work through their life or just do better in school in general. And I thought, how cool would it be if I had the power to do that for anyone? And so that was kind of the impetus for this story, was the thought process of what if there was a superhero who had the power to make people feel seen and heard who could, by brewing and serving someone a cup of tea, create an atmosphere where everyone felt safe, where they could share what was truly on their hearts and have their voices heard. I mean, I really do think so many problems in the world would be solved just by that alone. So here's the story. It's a little bit of a rough draft so there will probably be some glitches in there, but hopefully you get the gist of what I'm working towards with this story. Imagine a bank robbery. There are hostages, and the police are in the process of negotiating with them. Unnoticed, a person walks through the crowd and into the bank. Startled, the thieves turn and aim their weapons at the stranger, who sits down in a large armchair in the middle of the bank. The chair is pulled up to a long table, haphazardly set for afternoon tea with chairs all around. There are enough chairs for everyone, both the thieves and the hostages. No one could say where all of this came from. It seemed to appear out of nowhere. I suggest, the stranger said, that you have one of your people stand behind me with a weapon. It will make you feel more comfortable about coming to talk with me. If you are willing, there is room for everyone, including your hostages. Everyone will be in one place, so your team can easily keep track of everyone, and they could refresh themselves. For some reason, this seemed to be an excellent idea. So the leader allowed everyone to sit at the table, except for two of their men. One stood at each end of the table, and there appeared a small standing table set with tea for each of them. The stranger stood up, suddenly wearing an apron, and walked around serving everyone tea and biscuits. Their guard followed them closely, watching for any sign of an attempt to do something heroic. The stranger did nothing of the sort, but simply served everyone tea, starting with the leader, then working their way around the table. As each person's teacup was filled, they found themselves, they found their hearts being filled with a great sense of calm and safety. Three of the hostages stopped crying, 
and one of the robbers stopped shaking. It was his first job, and he was very nervous. It was as if the whole room had been transformed into what could only later be described as the safest place in the world. Once everyone had been served, the stranger served themselves last and sat down. Now, they said, please, everyone enjoy. There is more than enough for all of you. As this rather strange tea party got underway, they turned to the leader of the robbers and asked, who are you and what do you want? My name is John, the leader replied, and I want a bus and safe passage out of this city. The stranger shook their head. That is only your name and a few temporary desires. If your name was to be changed to Bill, you would still be who you are. And once you get your bus and leave here, you will still lack what you truly want. Who are you really? What are you looking for? Please, tell me your story. Before John knew what was happening, he began telling the stranger about his life, his childhood, and the persona he created to protect himself from a world that was not safe for him. As he poured out his heart, the stranger listened, every now and then asking a question to better understand him. While he was talking, John found himself surprised and calm. For the first time in his life, he felt safe. When asked about the situation later, he said the thing that stuck out to him most was that no one had ever bothered to hear his story, to listen without judgment. Over and over again, when John would retell the stories to others, he kept repeating that he felt safe. And that feeling of being safe was what stuck out to him most. The stranger made him feel seen and heard in a way that no one had ever made him feel before. As he talked, John saw the truth of who he was and what he really wanted. He saw that the path he was on would never bring him the peace he desired. Once John had finished telling his story, the stranger went around the table, giving everyone, criminal and hostage alike, a chance to share their stories. Everyone there would later say that it was the best moment of their lives. As the tea party drew to a close, the stranger said that they all had a choice to make. The decisions that they made at this moment would determine the rest of their lives. The stranger stood and bowed to them all. Without thinking, the robbers and hostages bowed in return. When they stood back up, the stranger and the table were gone, as though they had never been there. There was just a chipped teacup where the stranger had stood. John and his crew turned themselves in. In return for pleading guilty, they all received a reduced sentence. John and his crew members remembered the lesson from the stranger, and they created support groups while they were in prison. John discovered that his leadership skills extended far beyond his criminal activities. He was simply a leader. Once out of prison, he 
went back to his old neighborhood and founded a halfway house for adults who wanted to turn their life around from a life of crime. John worked with the local justice system to find ways to reduce prison sentences and give those who had made poor life choices a real chance at finding their place in society. Over time, John's organization grew to eight locations in the city, and their city set national records for reduced prison populations and even began to work with youth organizations to find ways to dismantle the school-to-prison pipeline that existed in many disadvantaged neighborhoods. One day, John received an invitation to go on a talk show and share about his work. The interviewer asked, how did someone who is deeply into a life of crime become one of the greatest forces for combating crime in our nation? John smiled and set a chipped teacup on the table in front of him and said, well, it all began with a tea party. Anyway, uh, I would love to know what you think about this story. It definitely still needs some tweaking and some polish, but I keep coming back to it. I really like it. My initial thought was that this story could be some kind of like a series, but honestly it would just be a repeat of this story itself. So I think I want to find a way to polish this story and maybe try to get it published one day. I don't know. Anyway, as always, friends, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. And it's time for your next adventure. I'll miss you. Cheers. Thank you, friends, for listening to the Mr. Maxwell Podcast. If you'd like to see what else I am up to, you can find me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, all at Mr. Underscore Maxwell 16. Please, I'd love to hear from you. Um, let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me, think of, let me know if there are any other things you'd like me to talk about. All right, friends, hope you have a wonderful day.